Oh, and welcome back to This Dad Does Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and if you've read the title of this episode already, you're probably like, what is going on? So this episode is very unique. It's going to be a little bit different than other episodes that we've done. This is something that is very popular among people who do not like Disney. Um, I've talked to friends, I've talked to relatives, I've talked to you know acquaintances that the simple bringing up of Disney makes them cringe. Either they never want to go because they are no desire to go for whatever reasons, and we'll get into details about that, or they went and had a terrible experience, either weather, planfulness, kids were bad, whatever. So this episode is not going to be for the episode for all of us out there that are huge Disney fans and we just love to go to Disney all the time and we talk about like planning, strategic, and all that good stuff. This episode is really for the person who hates Disney. I don't like Disney. And kind of go from there. So like I touched on earlier, there's kind of two different points of view when it comes to Disney. Uh, so we'll kick off with the first one. I don't like Disney. I have There's nothing at Disney that entices me, makes me want to go. I don't think I would ever want to attend a place like that. So when talking to someone like that, like it's really hard to bring up magic, right? And you can't talk about like, oh, you know, it's just this magical experience and Mickey Mouse and things like that because that's something they just don't understand. And I, when, when we first made the decision to go to Disney, like, I've never been to Disney World before. Like I, I've said in my, I think my first uh, first episode that um, I didn't go to Disney until I was 30, 31. And that was with my son, you know, my firstborn. So when we made the decision to go to Disney, yes, there was excitement. But I was not like an enthusiastic, like, oh my God, let's go now. This is going to be amazing. I, I kind of just went, okay, I'm doing it for the kids. And this will be fun, and we'll do it maybe once every once in a while. Maybe this will be our only trip. There was no plans to go back to Disney. There was no plans to, you know, get involved in Disney and do a podcast at that time. It was more of just, I'm going to go for my kid. So I wasn't fired up. I wasn't that excited. I didn't know much about... Actually, I didn't know anything about like fast passes and on property and dining and anything like that. And um, I was very fortunate that my wife is much more planful than me. So, you know, she she did as much as she could, you know, but we went on this first trip and it was fun until we had a magical moment. So it was a normal vacation up to that point. It was nice. We're having a good time. And we go to Disney and like I'm not a huge ride guy. I don't like, you know, I'm I'll be frank, I'm kind of scared of heights. I don't really like going up high and losing control and stuff like that. So when we made the, uh, you know, we're, you know, so when my family would go on rides, I would kind of look around or take pictures with the characters with my son and stuff like that. And we were uh, staying at a resort and we were a select family at that point in time because we got uh, chosen to do testing for the fast passes for the uh, magic bands. So they still didn't have those rolled out. So we had these new d devices that we, you know, we didn't know any better, but, you know, it, it was convenient. And we booked uh, fast passes for uh, a firework uh, event in um, Magic Kingdom. So we show up, we plan our whole vacation around it. We show up to the park and we go to a cast member and we show them the band and we're like, hey, yeah, you know, we made this fast pass for uh, preferred seating for uh, fireworks. 
And that cast member goes, uh, we don't have preferred seating tonight for these fireworks. And it was like, okay, so what do we do in this scenario? So the cast members kind of communicated and then we had to go back to, um, we had to go back to the front of main street where we went to town hall and talked to another cast member and they made it right. And like, didn't make it right. Like, Oh, okay. We're going to give you the equivalent. Like they went above and beyond and they were just, we got this preferred seating in Liberty square. And then the, it was the electric parade at that point. So we got to see the electric parade right up. We had a cast member with us the whole time. Uh, and then we had amazing seating for uh, the fireworks at the time, you know, his wishes and just, that's when I became a Disney person. And it wasn't because of the mouse and it really wasn't because of the characters and it wasn't and, you know, partly because of my kids, but Disney's attention to customer service, even from an adult perspective, shocked me. Like I was completely shocked on I didn't see a manager. I, I may have been speaking to a manager, but I didn't feel like I was speaking to a manager at all. I didn't raise my voice, you know, being that, you know, if y'all don't know, I work in retail, so I, I, I don't want to be that person. But the person in front of me made me feel the most important, and the person in front of me made it made decisions that, frankly, were above and beyond my expectations. So if you're a person that cares about customer service, Disney's fantastic, like from an adult perspective. So if you're worried about going to Disney and having this terrible kitty time, that's something that doesn't happen. Like I, I like so we can have adult time, we can have kids time and things like that. But when I hear someone say I hate Disney and I ask them, and they're like, oh, it's just for kids, or you know, it's just cra crazy chaotic. Yeah, it is crazy chaotic. But you know, if you do some planning and stuff like that, it, it can definitely be a wonderful experience. Another thing that people uh, say is I went to Disney and had a terrible time. Um, this is frustrating because you're right. Like I, I've been to restaurants before and I had a very bad experience and it's hard for me to go back, you know? And I think any, and, you know, anybody's had that moment to give something a second chance. Sometimes it's a big deal. And especially when it comes to a Disney world or a Disneyland trip that is not cheap, right? So, you know, to say, I'm going to invest X amount of dollars back into this bad experience, uh, it, it I, I can understand that point of view, but I would also say, like, don't give up. Like, I mean, so did you use the tools? The you know, like, we didn't have a fantastic first trip. Like when we first went, like we probably you know we missed fast passes. We didn't know what we were doing. We made mistakes, but like it was just fun. We it was fun being together. It was fun doing something new. And I guess when you make a decision to go on a Disney vacation, I, I, I think you need to like, once again, goals and expectations, right? So what kind of goal, what are you trying to uh, accomplish during your vacation? If you're looking for this quiet, you know, nice, relaxing time at the beach or, you know, a lot of downtime, yeah, Disney's probably not the best vacation spot for you. But if you're looking for something new and exciting, challenging, fun, you know, uh, you know, constantly being entertained and, like that's what that's what Disney is. Disney is a show, and you're a part of that show. And as an audience member, and sometimes you're a part of it, you know, in other capacities, depending on what attraction you're attending. But like, you you gotta know that going into it, and you can dial it back as much as you want, and you could make you could be a part of the magic as much as you want. Uh, there's also relaxation and things like that as well. But really consider like if if you're going to go back to Disney, like 
have a plan, what your expectations are. And, and I cannot recommend, you know, obviously Blair, my sponsor more, but like a travel agent, a travel agent will get you around most of these corners that you are blind spots that you really don't know much about. So if you're one of these people that say, I just hate Disney. I don't want to like Disney. I don't like, I have nothing. There's nothing that Disney makes that I appreciate or even want. Um, yeah, like Disney might not be the best call for you, but if you had a bad experience or or if you're letting other people's opinion of Disney kind of stop you from having your own opinion, like I challenge that because I was in those shoes. I, I, I had no rush to go to Disney as, you know, as a new father. Like that just wasn't a thing for me. And I gave it a chance. I gave it a chance because of my kids. I gave it a chance, you know, because my family wanted to go. And I had an amazing experience, you know, does that mean every vacation has come off seamless and been fantastic? No, there's moments of frustration from everybody and moments where we have to be budget conscious and, and, and we go to Disney and we do it on a budget and that's fine. That's okay. Like that's, you know, what's important is experiencing the magic. And if you're one of those people who are like, well, I don't want to play pretend and stuff like that. There's plenty of adult stuff at Disney now that you don't have to do the pretend stuff if you don't want to. But I'm I'm telling you as a middle-aged man that, you know, has three kids, like, yes, I do live vicariously through my kids. But obviously, like, D- Disney has done a lot for me and it's so much fun. And, and I can appreciate what Walt and the team's vision is around Disney. And it's always being innovative and always changing for the, you know, for the generations to come. So I, I really just, this is that, like I said, this episode isn't for the people who really like love Disney and want to go that like, that's easy. Right. But this is an episode I hope that gives you a different perspective for, you know, a friend or colleague or someone that's like, no, just Disney isn't for me. And if you have questions or further, you know, about like Disney and about what we do and, you know, how to prepare and how to make the most of it. Um, obviously ask Jason, J A Y S O N Disney at gmail.com is a great way to contact me, uh, contact, you know, of course my sponsor Blair bro at magical travel, find her, her Facebook page, and she'll be able to help you out there and answer any of those questions. And, and, and I mean the big questions like why Disney, what's the difference between Disney world, Disneyland, um, what can I go to Disney on a budget? Yes. Yes, you can go to Disney on a budget. And there's a whole bunch of great questions. But my challenge is for the person who's listening to this podcast to say, I hate Disney. Uh, really consider where you're getting your facts from and then consider what you want to do with this information to make the most out of a magical experience. So with that being said, that was Cooper, by the way. <laughs> and with that being said, Please, please do your homework and do your research and make goals and set proper expectations before any vacation, but let alone a very much a Disney vacation. So the best way to find me is at This Dad Does Disney Podcast on Facebook. Thank you so much for all the people that are starting to like the page and share the page. I really do appreciate it. For the month of December, if you are another business besides a travel agency that would like to be a part. So with that being said, if you're a company that wants to do any type of sponsorship, that's I'm not taking another travel agent. But uh, but if you want to do a sponsorship for the month of December, it is simple. You do not give me money. Do not, I'm not looking for money. Uh, any, com- uh, any company that wants to be sponsored that is appropriate to this podcast. Uh, if you make a simple donation to either, uh, make a wish foundation or kids, kids and send me a screenshot 
uh, I will make a shout out for your company for the month of December. As long as with that, I'm also going to be making a donation to Kids Kids and Make-A-Wish Foundation for the month of December as well on behalf of This Dad Does Disney podcast. This is the season of giving. No matter what religious affiliation, uh, what do you believe in, this is just that time of year. That's a great time to reflect and give back. I have so much to be thankful for this year, let alone this podcast and all the other things. So really challenging everybody out there. So if you want your business mentioned uh, inside of our podcast, I will love to plug your business as long as it's not like i said another travel agency uh send me your screenshot of uh, your charitable donation to those people and i will definitely shout out your podcast on an episode in, in the month of december and that email address is ask jason j-a-y-s-o-n disney at gmail.com and let's give back to our local communities Well, once again, thank you for listening to another podcast. We do truly appreciate you. Share this podcast to those Disney people that, oh, I just hate Disney or I never go back to Disney. And hopefully this gives them a different perspective. So with that being said, keep those beers cold and tell your dad I said hi. Thanks for listening.